theyeshiva.net. We're up to Dafhei Amud Beis. I'm sorry, Dalad Amud Beis. So, in summation, the Gemara explained that Rosh Hashanah Regalim <coughs> refers to Pesach, which is the first Yom Tov, and the anniversary when the Yom Tovim begin. <coughs> the era, the, the, the time, the period of the holidays, when is there Rosh Hashanah, when they begin on Pesach. <coughs> this follows, and it's only relevant according to the view of Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon who held that when it comes to Baal Ta'acher, the transgression to delay pledges, sacrifices that you committed for the Beis HaMikdash, or various pledges that you make for poor people, Trumas, Meisters, and so forth. So you have to wait in order to be over on Baal Ta'acher, what is called delay, only if Pesach passes, Shavuos passes, Sukkot passes, and it has to pass in the order. Meaning, if you make a pledge before Shavuos, you still have Shavuos, Sukkot, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, you have five holidays. In that discussion, the Gemara already brought the five opinions about Balta Acher, right? Opinion number one was Tanakam, the first Tanah who holds Balta Acher is three Yom and Pesach, Shavuot, in any order. Rabbi Shemem Bayechai is the most lenient. He can give you sometimes five holidays because it's in the order of Pesach, Shavuot, Pesach, Rosh Hashanah, Lerigal. Rabbi Meir is the most stringent. He gives you one Yom Tif. Any Yom Tif, Pesach, Shavuot, is Balta Acher. Rabbi Lezer Ben Yaakov is one less stringent, but also quite stringent. He gives you two Yom Tovim. And finally, Rebbe Lazar, the son of Reb Shimon, he gives you only the holiday of Sukkot. So sometimes it could be very stringent if you made a pledge before Sukkot. On the other hand, if you made a pledge before Pesach, or after Sukkot, after Sukkot before Pesach, so then you still have Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, it would be like Tanakhama. So he could fluctuate, because you always have to wait for Sukkot. That's the opinion of Rebbe Lazar, the son of Reb Shimon. So the Gemara was now basically analyzing how everybody reached his opinion. Where did that happen? Of course, the only thing the Torah says is Bal You make a nether, you shouldn't delay it. What the definition of that is remains for open discussion and open debate. So Kederich of the Tanoim, that they dealt with the text of Chumash and Tanach in general, and they overviewed the entire text, they mastered the entire text, and they searched for clues in Moshe Rabbeinu's text, Bipiyagvura, how are you supposed to figure out what the halacha Torah says? For example, Baltach. That's what they say. <coughs> now, I just want to give here a little introduction. I think it would be worthwhile. It's not only introduction for this sugi, it's probably for uh, thousands and thousands of sugis in Gemara that often people misunderstand because it seems very strange. For example, let's remember what the Gemara does here. How does the Gemara approach this problem of Baltacher? It says you have to take a Pasik in Parshas Re. Parshas Re, the Pasik speaks about Shalosh Regala, speaks about Pesach Shvuas Sukkas. Then says, Shalosh Pam Bashani Yerakal Schurchas Pneadin Hashem, Makamashivcha Bachagamatas Bachagashvus Bachagasukas. Three times a year you should show up to your Shalayim to see Hashem, so to speak, and he should see you. When? Pesach Shvuas Sukkas. Those three words are superfluous because you're talking about them. You're talking about the three holidays. Or you should say, during these three times, a year you should come. You don't have to repeat, every word is meticulous and precise. There's nothing extra. It comes to teach us. What does it come to teach us? Here, now there's a big machlekes. Tanakama says it comes to teach us that you shouldn't come empty-handed 
on these three Yomim Tovim, meaning all your pledges, in addition to the Karbanas you have to bring Yom Tov, all your pledges, these three words teach us that all your pledges that you brought, you have these three Yomim Tovim, Matzah, Shavuos, and Sukkot, to bring it, not to come empty-handed. If you did not, you're over on Baltach. That was the first opinion. Shimon's opinion says, it still didn't have to say Sukkot, it didn't have to say Sukkot, why did I have to say Chagas Sukkot? Because even when you want to tell me that the Torah is talking about Sukkot already, so could have said you don't call Sukkot Pnei Hashem Alechech Vamakim Mashiyivchar, or Bechaga Matzas or Bechaga Shavu is Shalosh Pamim Basham. So why does it say Bechagas Sukkot? So the Pshibin says even though you need the three repeated because of Balta Acher, it still didn't have to say Bechagas Sukkot because you're talking about Chagas Sukkot. The reason he repeats Chagas Sukkot is. To teach me that that's Acheron. That's the last one. In other words, you have to have it according to the order of Machagamatzis, Chagashavuas, and Chagasukas. So Reb Shimon disagrees. Taka, you need the names of the Yom Tovim to teach you about Balta Acher, like Tanakama says. But why does the Torah have to repeat Chagasukas, which you're already talking about? So it could have said, and in Chagamatzis, and in Chagashavuas, Shalosh Pamim Bashana. To teach me, no, that it has to be, Sukkot has to be after Pesach and Shavuos. Okay, so we settled with two shittas. Reb Meir brought a whole other Pasuk, Uvasa Shama, Vahavesim Shama, which according to him meant, when you're obligated to come, you have to bring a carbon. And you're obligated in any Yom Tif. You're obligated in any Yom Tif. Reb Lezer ben Yaakov brought a Pasuk from Pinchas, Eilat Asul HaShem, B'moya Adeichem, Levad Midedreichem, and Edreichem. These are the Musafim you bring on every Yom Tif, on all of your Yom Tif, besides the regular pledges. The regular pledges, you have Moya Dechem, you have two Yom Tif. Rebbe Lazar Shimon, finally, the last opinion, what does he say? He has the same problem like his father, Chag is extra. So why does it say Chag according to him? Because that's Goyrim, the main thing is Sukkos. Chag HaMatzis, Chag HaJvuz, Chag didn't have to say the reason it says Sukkot is because that's what's Baltach. Of course, according to him, you have to understand why you need Chagamatzis Hagashvuz, but that's not relevant. Bechlal too, Baltaacher, unlike his father and Tanakamba, who of course need all three because Baltaacher requires uh, requires all three. So the Gemara now wants to know the big question: the Meir, Rebbelezer Ben Yaakov. What do they do with Chagamatzis Hagashvuz Hagashvuz? They don't believe in Baltaacher. You need three Yomim Tovim. Either you need one or you need two. And according to the Velazabit of Shimon, you need one with the Sukkot, you don't need Chagamatzas, Chagachvu. So, this whole passage you just explained to us that these three names are superfluous, they're unnecessary because we already know about the mitzvah of Aliyah So, the Gemara says that they need it for a whole different halacha. What's the halacha? The halacha was that Shavuos, you can bring your carbon that you're obligated to bring the first day of Shavuos, you have six days after Shavuos, which we call today Yemei Tashlumen of Shavuos, and it's expressed in the halacha nowadays that you don't say Tachron. For those who usually say Tachnon, so it means something. So Zion, Ches, Tes, Yud, Yud, Aleph, and Yud, Beis, six days after Shavuos, HaKod Yemet HaShlumen, just like you have it when? Just like you have it on Pesach, where if you didn't bring the Karbanas that you're obligated to bring on the first day of Pesach, you could easily bring it the second day, the third day, all the way through Shvi Yishal Pesach, which is, of course, the last day of Pesach. Remember, of course, that in Yerushalayim and in Eretz Yisrael, you didn't have what we call Acherin Shal Pesach, the eight days of Pesach, because Torah says Pesach is seven days, and there was no question of the days. 
So that's why the Torah puts together Chag HaMatzus, Chag HaShavuos, Chag HaSuk, Chag HaMatzus, Chag HaShavuos, at this point, to compare Shavuos to Matzus. Matzus, you have Tashlum in seven days. Shavuos, you have Tashlum in seven days. Of course, Shavuos is a big novelty because it's outside of Yom Tif. It's mundane days. Where Pesach and Sukkot is, of course, all Yom Tif. So first of all, we settled now why the mayor needs Chagamatzus, Chagashvus, Chagasukus, why the Belazer Ben Yaakov needs Chagamatzus, Chagashvus, Chagasukus, why the Belazer Ben Shimon would need Chagamatzus and Chagashvus, Sukkus he needs for Baltacher. Of course, Tanakama and the Shimon, we never had a question. Of course, they need these three holidays to teach you the very din of Baltacher, that you have three Yomim Toivim in which to bring your pledges. The question is, do you need it in order or not in order? The Shimon says you need it in order. Tanakama says you don't need it in order. Atka. Now the Gemara is going to get more more into this, Nach with a more I just want to make here a, a, a general comment that I think is worthwhile. Whenever you learn Mishnayis, and especially when you learn when you learn Gemara, simply to understand. In other words, a person approaches this. So, okay, those who went to yeshiva their whole life are used to these types of discussions. When you learn it for the first time or the second time, uh, or even the third time, and sometimes even the hundredth time. It looks strange how all these halachas, it says a posseh about Baal Ta'achin, and Dvarim Peinik Chav Gimel. Right? And then suddenly, and then suddenly you have, what's the definition of Baal Ta'achin? They bring all these psukim from Kola, Torah, Kula, everybody different psukim, to explain Baal Ta'achin. And then the question is, so why does it say these psukim according to the other opinion who doesn't need these psukim? So you find something else for them. And then the question is, the other view who needs these psukim for that limit, how do they learn the new Allah? Because you find something else for them. It's like, uh, so we learn it, we just read it. Imagine you had to do all this from scratch. Imagine you were sitting with the Tanoim and the Beis And you had to come up with this. You have to put yourself as much as possible into their... Sh- we already read a text, trying this pasuk, that pasuk, that pasuk. Okay, so first of all, you understand how they had a mastery of the Tanakh. Right? How they had a mastery of the Tanakh. It wasn't like uh, the court of Chaim Valoshner about something else. Everybody knows how to read Ashrei from the beginning to the end. But how many people could read Ashrei backwards, right? Backwards, in the same fluidity. So sometimes mastering something well doesn't mean you mastered it. Mastering well means you can read it backwards and forwards in the same swiftness. So first of all, that's what type of... Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Versus his brother, I think. Right? Versus his brother. He was explaining the difference of the lambdas, the gainas of his brother, who was a legendary gun, versus the Vilna gun, who was his rebbe. He explained the two ways of knowing Ashley. So he says you could know everything, but you know it like Ashrei, everybody knows Ashrei, and then knowing it backwards, it's a different level of knowledge. It's just, I'm, I'm paraphrasing that idea. So that's number one, of course. But there's something else I think it's important to emphasize, and I'm saying it as a Hakdama Klalas Bechla. This Vart I saw many years ago from Reb Shimshin Rafal Hirsch. He brings it in Parshas Mishpatim, or other Parshas, where it starts all the drushes of a Kamabab Metziah, on the details of all the halachas, whether it's halachas of avodim, halachas nezikin, the whole parshas mishpatim from one pasuk, you have uh, so many, so many different halachas, which till parshas mishpatim you don't have because it's more or less stories from Bereshis till till mishpat. And he brings out a beautiful idea, and it's it, it rings so true because when you learn, learn Torah about a lot, you see how authentic the idea is. 
We all learn like this. There's Torah Shabbat that's like Chumash. Then you have Tanakh. Then you have Mishnayus and Gemara is the explanation of Torah Shabbat How do they explain it? Some things they had a tradition, an Esrik, Priyetzadah is an Esrik. And even there, they argue how you learn it out from Priyetzadah. There's four or five opinions in Masech Tesukah, how you learn Esrik from Priyetzadah. Sometimes they had a tradition, sometimes they didn't have, sometimes there's arguments, usually sometimes there's no debates, but it's all explaining the text of Teresh Like here we're trying to understand what Baal Ta'achir means, what it means not to delay it, a day, a second, a minute, a year, ten years, a hundred years, three months, a month, everyone has a different opinion. The emesis, the Rambam says, in Yad HaChazaka, a famous expression, and Akadama to the Rambam's Mishnah Torah, Torah b'firusha nitna. Torah was given, Torah was given with a pirush. In other words, when Moshe Rabbeinu gave the text of the Torah, he gave it with an oral shir, with an oral commentary. Which everybody, if you're an honest, objective person, you understand that it had to be that way. Why? Because you take a text of Chumash and you realize there's no way you can decipher not even one mitzvah of 630 mitzvahs. First of all, you don't know how to read the text. We gave an example, you could have easily read it, don't cook a goat in the fat of his mother. How do you even know it's milk of the mother? You have no proof. It had to come with some tradition, simply how to pronounce the words, if nothing else. Then there's issues of sentences, there's issues of commas, question marks, exclamation points. Then there is the ambiguity in which most mitzvahs are communicated. I have to tie something between, on my hands. What do I tie? Potato peels? What? In a hut? What type of hut? Outdoors? Indoors? What does the hut make up? There's almost no mitzvah that has clever. I would read it, I would take a pen and write something on my doorpost. Write on the doorpost or take a pen and write something on your doorpost. That's what it says. Or in the gate of, in the gate going into your courtyard in your city. So I have to have parchment. I have to write chumash and then I have to put it here. All these things, we're on the door, which side, etc. Clear. But there's really something much, much deeper going on. This is what I want to bring out. What used to happen was as follows. Moshe Rabbeinu gave a shear. For 40 years, Moshe Rabbeinu gave a shir. The Gemara describes an Erev in Dafnandalat exactly how it happened. Tanar Abonan, Ketzad said the Mishnah, Moshe Rabbeinu would come, he would teach his brother, he would teach his nephews, teach Yahushua, and then they would teach everybody, and he would teach everybody. They heard from Moshe the Shir four times. Everybody heard from Moshe the Shir at least once. Some people heard it two, three. Moshe Rabbeinu would give the same Shir, probably on different levels, four times, beginning with his brother, down to. Uh, down to his nephews, and then ultimately to all of the Skenim and all of, all of Klaus. Okay. He gave a shear. The shear was a long shear. It was a shear giving over all Taryag mitzvahs with all their explanations, their yesoidus, their ramifications, various applications, etc. What happened, together with the shear, at the end of the shear, Moshe Rabbeinu gave notes. He gave text for people to be able to review the shear. Now imagine, you're sitting at a shear, I'm not even talking about, you're sitting at a shear of a brilliant, brilliant Rosh Hashiva or teacher or whatever, and the shear consists, the shear goes for, no, four hours, okay, to make sure everybody is asleep at some point. Okay, today even ten minutes everybody is asleep, but four hours, it's intense, it's heavy. And the person who's, on any, any topic, could be an interesting topic, whatever it is, you're sitting, now, to write word for word, it's impossible because the person is speaking flat. And plus, you want to you listen, you want to chat. But what you do is, people do it constantly. Every three minutes, you can ask Dr. Michelle. Every three minutes, 
every three minutes you write down a, a, a line, like to recap in your mind the, the, the nekuda of what he said. And you'll put like a hundred exclamation points and three underlines just, you know, to remember, wow, this was Gavaldic. And you do this and after three hours you have a page of the recaps in your mind. You come home, you tell your wife, it was an unbelievable lecture on marriage. She says, what did he say? Oh, I have notes. She takes a look. She says, this is rubbish. This is nonsense. I don't understand a word. What does this say? So he looks at her and says, if you would have been there, you would understand my notes. You weren't there, you don't understand my notes. You read Chumash. If you would have been there, you would have understood my notes. The brilliance of Chumash is, Moshe took four hours, or eight hours, or three weeks, or three months, and he put it in to one Pasek. Or two psukim, or three psukim. And when you read the pasuk and you were there, you see every word that he said. This is not only a student sitting at the shir and writing down according to his avon. This is the teacher himself, and the ultimate teacher himself, transcribing in a few words all the information. So yes, there's an extra vav that he put in. There's an extra letter he put in, an extra word he put in, an extra three words he put in. He said this already somewhere else, he didn't have to say it. All to intimate and allude to every single nuance of the Shia. So it's not that Torah Shabbat is a commentary on Torah Shabbat Sav. Torah Sav is a commentary on Torah Shabbat. Torah Shabbat Sav really, not the word commentary, Torah Sav is really a reflection of Torah Shabbat. It's a mirror of Torah Shabbat. It captures the whole Torah Shabbat in brief and concise words. And when you understand that, what the Gemara is really doing is saying, let's unravel Moshe Rabbeinu's shear on the text. What was the shear on the text? Let's see in the text how he put into the text of the whole Chumash all of the details and the nuances of the mitzvahs that he could not convey clearly in the text because it would be infinite, it would be in Ladova Soif to put in every possible interpretation and every possible application. And then, of course, there are the formulas that he gave. You'd give him Midas Shatar and behind in order to be able to do new halachas that will come up in other situations or new halachas that he doesn't talk about. This is how he describes the relationship between Yeshua and Torah is much more intimate than people imagine. The primary communication of Moshe was a shir. The text was to allow Kalal Yisrael to have on paper something that can recap in a few little words everything he said and the brilliance which was, was written is that it contains every detail of the Shia. <coughs> so now let's continue to the next step. Halacha Lomashim is different. Halacha Lomashim means the way the Rambam describes it in the, in the Hagdama the Perish HaMashnayis I mean, the truth is that it should be obligatory learning in every single yeshiva, high school for sure, um, the introduction of the Rambam to Peter Shamashnayas. The introduction is a very long introduction. But without that, you start reading Mishnayas, Gemara, constantly. Pashat, how everything, the whole structure of... You see Pashat to take it seriously, because people read it, they think it's a hefkevat. Okay, well, hakarais another pasuk. Uh, okay, let's hakarais another pasuk. Boom, okay, so Pashat, Mr. Google knows every pasuk, boom. There's no structure, there's no mahalach, like what's going on here? What were they trying to do? So the Rambam gives a very, very... The Rambam doesn't say this in the Kud I'm saying, but the Rambam just gives the whole mahalach. So over there he brings out at length that Allah HaLemashim Yisinai is Pashat that there were traditions given orally how to explain certain things. 
The classic example would be, there was never an argument, nobody ever came to Sukkot to Shul with an orange. Ever. We have arguments about everything. How long the Hadas should be, we'll fight about. How big the Kazayas Matzah is going to be, we'll fight about. How, what, if, the, if the Hadas is a myrtle branch, right? Or some other branch, no one ever argued. I want to say there's no such thing as a reform esrin. There's no such thing as a reform esrin. Mayavi Willem Mayavis was a big one. Until he established his halacha l'mayshem Huh? The briskerov. So halacha l'mayshem means traditions in which there's no dispute and no argument. There's no argument in it. There could be an argument how you see it in the text. For example, Priyat's Hadar, how it's an Esrik. But nobody argued that Priyat's Hadar on Sukkot is an Esrik. Why it's halacha l'mayshem isina? Or l'mayshem in Sukkot, the Gemara says, good achis, good asik, certain halachas, halacha l'mayshem isina. So sometimes it's in the text, sometimes it's not in the text. But it's things in which there was no dispute. Tefillin has to be black. Nobody ever argued about that. Tefillin has to be square. Nobody ever argued about it. It doesn't say anywhere in Chumash. And you don't have it hinted in the text that tefillin has to be black. I mean, you have it hinted, but not in, uh, in Sugius and Gemara. You have it in Kabbalah. So over there, it's a lechel etc. Schach has to be psoilus garden yekev. You can't have uh, all these Yeah, of course, of course. Huh? No, it's the best writer you can have because you have everything in, in, in brevity, but it's hard to decipher. The Gemara Lagabe later is also notes, that's true. <laughs> that's also true. Yeah. He went to an old pan and he learned Hebrew. They say about the words the brothers said to each other. They understood that. When they were talking, this is the way they understood it. Every single word mm-hmm. with a hundred different words. That's what the Chizkuni says. I think it's the Chizkuni. He says, that's the riot. You see, I've talked to you at all these Kabbalahs. Mm-hmm. But that's the same idea. Yeah. It's just a, a perspective to hold in mind whenever you're learning Torah Shabbat and how it worked. So now let's continue. We're up to the Abdalad Ahmed Bey's. One, two, three, four, five, six, so you were, you were seven, eight. You were allowed to write it down? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven lines of the Bible. No, Dvarim Shabal Peh. Dvarim Shabiksav, Yatar Shay Lemir Bal Peh. Dvarim Shabal Peh, Yatar Shay Lichtav. The whole Shear not. But the Tarish Shabiksav was a recap, a kitzer of the Nakuda. That's Tarish Shabiksav already. Moshe wrote it down. Moshe wrote it down. Okay. What's the problem? No, I didn't know what you were allowed to write down outside of the Chumash itself. I thought Rabbi Yehuda Anasi was the first one to really... Mishnayis. Yeah, but Mishnayis is really the Chumash extrapolated. Right, in the Chumash. They didn't write it down, but right. people, people had notes. People did have notes, the Gemara says. Zog the Gemara Vaiter Velikash. The line starts much close to the end of the Alamut. Velikash Lechagasukas. No, it says Balta Acher. But what is Balta Acher? Dvarim Pedik Chav Gimel. Hasta Chumash. Gimakok. Dvarim Pedik Chav Gimel. Pasik Chav Beis. 
Hisidur Nedur Lashem Alakacha Loisa Acher Lashalm. Okay, Zakta, which the Gemara is soon going to analyze that Pasuk at length. Zakta Gemara Vaita Velekesh Lechaga Sukkis. You compared Shvuas to Pesach. Why don't you compare it to Sukkis? It says Chaga Matas, Chaga Shvuas, Chaga Sukkis. Why don't you go left? Why do you have to go right? Mala Halon Shmoina, Afkan Shmoina. Sukkot, you have Tashlumen also, not only for seven days, but eight days, Shmini Atzeres. Pesach, you don't have an eighth day. But Sukkot, you have Shmini Atzeres. Here too, it should be eight days, in other words, till you'd Gimel Sivim. And for the Gemara, no, Shmini Regal B'fnei Atzmeyu. Shmini Atzeres is a yomtif in and of itself, it's not part of Sukkot. So when the Torah says Chag HaSukkot, we would say it means seven days of Sukkot, not the eighth day. And therefore, you cannot... Fulfill the obligation of bringing Karbonis on the eighth day of Sukkot. So therefore, we explained that Reb Meir, Reb Eliezer ben Yaakov, they uh, used this the pasuk. Eighth the eighth day of Shavuos. Uh, so therefore, Reb Meir, Reb Eliezer ben Yaakov, and uh, and Reb Eliezer they're comparing Chag Shavuos to Chag Hamatzas, not to Chag Sukkot, because over there Shmini Atzeres is a separate holiday. One when do you say the eighth day is a yom to for itself? six halachas, which are hinted in this acronym of We will see in Rashi what these mean. Payas zman regel carbon shir bracha. Pazar Kashev, Avalinian Tashlumen, Divide Hakot Tashlumen Dirishno. But when it comes to fulfilling the obligation of the Karbonis, everybody holds that the eighth day is a continuum of the first. The Tanam, we have a Mishnah in Chagiga, Mishaloi Chag. If somebody did not bring the carbon Chagigo, Yom Tefarishin on the first day of Sukkot, then the Halach is Chagigas Cholaregal, he could bring it throughout Yom Tefarishin, and even on the last day of Yom Tef, meaning Shmini Atzeres. So we have a clear mission in Chagiga that the eighth day of Sukkot, you could bring the Karbonis of Sukkot. That means Sukkot does have Tashlum and Kol Shmaina. So we're back to our first question, why did we compare? Shvuas to Pesach and not Shvuas to Sukkot. It's not fair. You're dripping off one day from Shvuas. And for the Gemara, Tafasta Merube Loi Tafasta. Tafasta Mua Tafasta. You grab a lot, you get nothing. Or you, you miss. If you grab a little bit, you grabbed. Meaning, if I give you an opportunity to fetch, to grab one of two things, and you don't know which one you're supposed to take, so it's always better to take the minimal amount than the larger amount. Why? Because if it turns out that really you were supposed to take the larger amount, okay, at least you're not going to lose anything. You have to get more, but you're not going to lose anything. But if you take the larger amount, and you figure out that really you have to take the smaller amount, ultimately you're going to lose, you're going to forfeit that which were you supposed to get, and you're going to look like a ganav and a chakra, a thief and a liar. So you're always safe for taking the minimum amount which any way you're going to get. So here also, you could compare Shavuos to Sukkot and say, you have eight days for the carbon on Shavuos. You could compare Shavuos to Pesach and say, you have seven days. We're not sure which way to go. It says, Chagamatz, Chagat Shavuos, Chagat Sukkot. So better to be Tafasta Muat, to compare it to Pesach and say, you have seven days. Because if you say, eight days, I'm going to tell you, how do you know the Torah wants to compare it to Sukkot and not to Pesach, maybe it's seven. Seven includes eight. Seven doesn't include eight. But eight includes seven. So if you go to Pesach, you're secure. If you go to Sukkot, you're insecure. So when Chazal have to decide which one, they go to the Mu'at and not the Merubah to be able to be secure. 
But you're not allowed to do malacha. It's just like by us, you're not allowed to do malacha. It's still a yom to be not allowed to do malacha. It's not like the other days of sukkahs. Yeah, you make kiddush, everything, meals, huh? You mean kashalai pridaschem? Rashi brings. Okay, that's that's the spiritual idea. Hashem says, let's spend one more day because I don't want to separate from you. But on the contrary, that's a day in which you spend as uh, as Yom Tov. What is Pazar Koshev? So Rashi is a long Rashi here. Let's go. Minayin Latzeres. Minayin Latzeres Akrash. Dilu Bechaga Sukkus Ubechaga Matzes Nafkalan Mivechagoysim Oisichag Lashem Shivas Yom. Sukkus and Shvu and Pesach is not a question. You have Tashlim, and it says. You would think you have to be a carbon chagigas shivasyam. It says oisa. Oisa means singularly only him shivasyam. In other words, one carbon. So why just say kol shivasyamim? Shivasyamim letashlumim shem loichak chagigasi b'rishni yachivena b'shem. So by sukkahs you don't need a limud. It says a pasuk. The Chag could be Shivas Yomim. It doesn't mean you have to bring seven days of carbon. It means you have to bring one day, but if you didn't bring the first day, you have day two, three, four, five, six, seven. The same we learn by Pesach. Pesach also has seven days. We compare Pesach to Sukkot. Shavuos, we don't know, because Shavuos is only one day. So we have this Pasuk in Re'eh, Chag HaMatzos, Chag HaShavuos, Chag HaSukkot, to teach you this Halach. Pazar Koshev, Kfar Pirashti, B'Mesech Yuma, U'Mesech Sukkot. I already explained this in two places, Rashi says. But here... He says it again. Toen pious. The word fe is pious. Pious means a lot, a girl. Lepar habobishmini to the bull that comes on the eighth day. You have to remember, as it says in Parshas Pinchas, that on Sukkot we had the system was known as Pare Hachak. Bishamai holds that the whole Hanukkah is compared to Pare Hachak, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The first day of Sukkot they had to bring 13 bulls in the carbon Musaf. The second day, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8. And finally you have. Uh, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, and a Shana Rabbah, the seventh day of Sukkot, you brought seven bulls. We would expect Shmini Atzeres, you should go to six. You don't. But Yoyma Shmini Atzeres, Par Echad, Ayil Echad. One bull and one ram. All the other days you had four, four, thir- 13 bulls, 12 bulls, 11 bulls, plus you had two rams, plus you had 14 sheep. But Yoyma Shmini Atzeres, you have Par Echad, Ayil Echad, and Shiva Chvas. So it's a whole different system. So Rashi says, the It doesn't follow the Seder of the Mishmaris, meaning the way they used to work was they had all the Kayanim, and the whole Eretz Yisrael, they would divide them into 24 Mishmaris, the word Mishmar, 24 groups. And therefore each group would have, two, so you have 24 groups, so you have 53 or 52 weeks in the year, let's say around 50 weeks in the year, so you have 24, so each group of Kayanim only had two weeks in the Beis HaMikdash, because 24 twice is 48. And then a few groups had third time in the Beis HaMikdash. So your Mishmar, you had your week when you served in the Beis HaMikdash. 24. The rest of the time, the Kayanim were free. They would, they would they were teachers, they would sit and learn, they would teach. They were always dedicated to, to, to Ruchnius. But uh, one week they served in the Beis HaMikdash a year, usually two weeks, and some got to serve three weeks. So that was during the whole year. 
during Shalash Regalim, during Pesach Shul Sukkot, when Klal Yisrael made a mass aliyah, so that all the Mishmaras could come in and work on the base of Mikdash. So the system by Sukkot Rashi says is, Shashanu v'shalshu b'pareach If you have 70 bulls, so how did they do it? They gave all the Mishmaras an opportunity to offer these bulls. So he says, all the Mishmaras got three opportunities to do it. Besides two, Shashan of Eloi Shalshu, that only did two bulls and not three bulls. Because if you have 24, 48, right? 24, 48, and then the next 24 is what? So you have 58, 68 is 72. So you miss, it's an extra two. So besides two groups, everybody did three bulls, and two groups only did two bulls over Sukkot, over those Sukkot. So you would think, what should be justice? Give one of those two groups the last bull, because it never got to do three bulls. You don't go back to those two groups. It's a new yomtif. We start from scratch now. Why should you get it over me? It's not a hemshech to sukkahs, b'negei So when it comes to the girdle, you make a whole new girdle who gets this bull for shmini atzeres. That's number one. Pious means a lot. Who is going to offer the one bull of shmini atzeres? Next, the tones man, it needs a separate shechiyonu. Usually the eighth day of Yom Tif. You don't make a shechiyonu on a shanir rabbe. You don't make a shechiyonu on chalamoyed. We make a shechiyonu the first two days of Yom Tif, even though the second day you shouldn't make a shechiyonu. Why? And I just saw they don't make the second day of Yom Tif because it's chalamoyed. We make simply because Chazal said they felt that if you're not going to make a bracha the second day of Goliath, people are going to disregard it. It's not significant, yeah? So that's why we make a shechiyonu the second day. Really, the second day you're not supposed to make a shechiyonu. Hashanah Rabbi, you don't make a shechiyonu. The eighth day you make a shechiyonu. Shemini Yatzai, you make a shechiyonu. Achor and Shal Pesach, you don't make a shechiyonu, right? You don't make a shechiyonu Achor and Shal Pesach. Why? Our Achor and Shal Pesach is not a new yomtif. It's Shvi Shal Pesach and Shvi Shal Pesach is not a new yomtif. Shechiyonu you only make on a new thing. I think I told you once, Devart, when we were learning Beitza, very interesting word from Rabbi Yashabes Salavechik. The Gemara says in Masech Tesukah that Hilchisa, when it comes to Shemini Yatzeres, Yisuvi Yisvinon, you have to sit in a sukkah, or you don't make a bracha leishav a sukkah. That's a halacha in Gemara. The pella is, whenever the Gemara says Hilchisa, there's no argument. If the Gemara says a halacha, it's not like Ashkenazim, Svaidim, this nusach, that nusach, it's a halacha in Gemara. And yet, you see, when it comes to Shemini Yatzeres, somehow, for some reason, it got entrenched in many communities that they don't sit in the sukkah Shemini Yatzeres. How did that happen? So he said once a very interesting theory that the Gemara says, Yom Tov Sheni Shal Gali, you have to make a Shechiyanu and do all the brachas like the first day. Because if you make any change in a bracha, people are going to disregard the whole Yom Tov. He says, what's the proof that Chazal were right? Shmini Atzeres. <laughs> because Shmini Atzeres, they said, Yisuvi Yisvin and Bruch Eloim they stopped making a bracha Eloi Shabbat You know what happened? The whole thing went out the window. So he says, from there you see how the Chazal were correct when it came to Yom Tov Sheni, when it came to Yom Tov Sheni Shulgalias. But Shmini Atzeres, you have to make a Shechiyonu. It's his man. You have to make a new Shechiyonu. Next, Regal La'atzmoy, it's a new Yom Tov. That's Reish, Pazar, She'en, Shem Chag HaSukkah Salav. The name of Sukkah is not on it. Now, it's interesting. In Mesech the Sukkah, Rashi Taitches, Regal B'fnei Atzmoy, She'en Yoishven B'Sukkah. What makes Shmini Atzeres a new, a new day is that you don't sit in a Sukkah. Of course, he means you don't sit in a Sukkah, ideally. In Eretz Yisrael. Here we sit in a sukkah mitzat sveika de yoyma, because it may be Yoshana Rabbah. But in Eretz Yisrael, where you know Shmini Atzeres for sure, ain't Yoshim B'Sukkah. That's how Rashi teaches over there, Regal B'Fnei Atzmai, that you don't sit, there's no chi of sukkah on Shmini Atzeres. Here Rashi teaches, ain't Shem Chag HaSukkah Salav, which 
As Toysva says, it means that in Yala V'yavah, in Benching, you don't mention Chagasukas, you mention Shemini Atzeres. And in Davening, Vatitin Lono Hashem Alekeinu Merdim L'Simcha Hagam Azmanim L'Sos, and you don't say Siyoyim Chagasukas, as you say, Siyoyim Shemini Atzeres HaChagazah. Next. Huh? The Gemara says you don't make a Leisha Basukah. That's even in Chutzlad, but it's at you don't make a Leisha Basukah. The carbon lots me the next is kuf. She ain't carbonic a shayim echak shaparim ismatim bem echad echad was a ene alaparechad. All the other days of sukkus, the bulls get lower and lower, and here it's only one par, so it's a new carb. Next, I'm sorry, you shara yam of shnei elam varbasa kvasim is a ayalechad was ayin kvasim, so the carbon is different. Next, shir la atzmai. It has its own song. Ein shir ay shavel shal sukkus shayimer ala duchim. Remember, every single day there was a huge concerto and symphony in the Beis in the morning and in the afternoon when they were mak of the Karbanah Sibur. You can have up to 120 vocalists. People don't realize what used to happen. You can have up to 120 vocalists singing together with instruments during the Talmud Shoshach and Bein Arbayim. Yom Tif as well, during the Karban Musaf. And they would sing lyrics. We don't know there was a separate We don't know what it was. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah goes through later at the end of Rosh Hashanah, the Shir of every day, which we do in Davening. But Shemini Atzeres, we don't know. Next is Bracha La'atzma, Beis, Mevarchen Hoyu Es HaMelech. They used to give a special Bracha to the Jewish king. Or the king zeichel lechanukas abayis shenemar bayoyim ashmini sholach esaom vayevorchu esamelch. When Shleima Hamelch dedicated the first base Hamikdash, he dedicated it for fourteen days. The Gemara says in Yuma that year they ate on Yom Kippur. The last day was Hoshaner Rabbe, and bayoyim ashmini on the eighth day. Actually, bayoyim ashmini there means the eighth day. He sends away the nation and they bless. They bless the king. Does it mean he sent them on Shemini Atzeres? It would be strange, or it means he gave them permission to leave the next day. That's already a discussion of Mepharshim, but Shemini Atzeres, they blessed the king. So Rashi says, to that, every Shemini Atzeres, they would give a bracha to the king. So Pazar Kashev is, you have Pius as the lot for the carbon, the bull. Zman, Zayin is Shechiyonu. Reish is Regal, it's a separate Yomtev with a separate Nusach by Davening, or that you don't sit in the Sukkah. Kuf is a separate carbon, Musaf. Shin is Shir, a special song. And finally, Bez is a special bracha that he used to bless the king. So for six things, Shmini Atzeres is a separate holiday. For everything else, it's not. It's a continuation of Sukkot. For example, not doing Malacha. It's a continuation of Sukkot. It's just like Sukkot. So here too, when it comes to Tashlumen, it's not those things, six things. You can bring the Kabbalah and Shmini Atzeres. So why don't we compare Pesach to Sukkot? Because the fast to Merubalai to fast. Oh, I don't know, maybe regal, I don't know. Could be regal. If so, according to them, why does it say because you want to compare Sukkot to Pesach. You want to compare Pesach to Shavuos, but you also want to compare Sukkot to Pesach. Ma Chagamatzah's Ta'on Lina, Chagasukkah's Ta'on Lina. Pesach, there's a special din. You have to sleep over in your Shalayim, Moitzoy the first day, till the morning of Chalamayot. You can't leave Moitzoy Yom Tif. Yom Tif finishes 
6 o'clock p.m., and you have a big Cholamoyet trip to Tzvas, so you want to take your family already at night? No, you had to sleep over the night till the morning of Cholamoyet. Av Chagasukas Tonlina. Sukkis has the same halacha. You had to stay in Yerushalayim the night after Yom Tov till the morning of Chalamayim. Rashi says, Ton, lino, leil, shalmoyed. You can't leave, even though it's Mitzvah Yom Tov, you're allowed to travel. There's no issue of Tchum, and there's no issue of... It's already Chalamayim. How do you know this about Pesach? The Ksiv in Parshas Re'i, it says about Pesach, it says... You see, if you have the Pesukim on the side, I'll read the whole Pesach. It speaks about the carbon Pesach. Cook the carbon Pesach, eat it in the place that Hashem chose. In the morning, you can go to your tent. Oh, good question. Don't go home at night. Go home in the morning. So now you're asking a good question. Zakrashi, Upanisa Baboiker. Really, when they make the carbon pesach, you dalit nisan. So in the morning, when should you go? Tesvav in the morning, the first day yomtiv, out of there. But it can't be. Why? You can't have one pasuk completely undermining the whole idea that you came to the beis hamikdash. You're supposed to show up on yomtiv. If you're leaving the first thing in the morning, I'm out. So the whole mitzvah of aliyah leregel is gone. You came erev yomtiv on yomtiv. You're already gone. So you have to say, what's the Panisa Baboiker? You spend the day yomtiv there. Don't run away that night, even though you brought your karbonas. You did everything. You're done. You came, you showed up. It's too, too, too many crowds. It's too pushy. Pesach. Ubishalta. You cook the carbon Erev yomtiv. You eat it at night. So Rashi says, it can't mean in the morning you leave. Because the morning, you have yomtiv. You're supposed to... You're supposed to, first of all, there's an issue, could be an issue of Tchum Yomtev, but even if there's no issue of Tchum Yomtev. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? No, 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 that's Oymdim Tzvuf Meshtachim Revachim. I know, I know, I know. What? You want to know what's the source for my sentiments? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I didn't make it up. The Gemara is, there's a Yalkut Shiboini, it says, there's a story in Malachim about Nevois Israeli. There was a Yid, his name was Nevois. Nevois had an extraordinary vineyard. And Achav, who was the king, fell in love with the vineyard. So he asked him to sell it to him. The voice says, Khalilali, this is from the ancestry, I got it all the way from the times of Yeshua bin Nun, it's Mamash and my family, you don't give away a chelik in Israel easily, even by Yoival it comes back. So Achav comes home depressed. So he had a wife who was even a bigger machshefer than him, her name was Izevel, and she asked him, why are you depressed? He said, he wants to call the vineyard and, uh, and uh, he can't get it. So Izevel said, I'll take care of it. And she hired false witnesses to testify that he cursed the king. So she had him murdered because he cursed the king, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and then the halacha was Haruge Melech to the Chasein Lamalchus. So he inherits it. So he got the vineyard. So Leo, who was alive at the time, the prophet approaches Achim and he tells him the three famous words: Haratzachta, Gam Yarashta. You murder, and then you're going to Yarshin also. And Achav was punished horribly, and Izevel was punished even more. That's the pasuk. The Medrash Nyalkut Shemayni says that's Achav and Izevel. But why did it happen to Nevois? What happened to Nevois? So the Medrash says that Nevois had an extraordinarily beautiful voice. It's an extraordinary lesson. He had a moededika voice. 
And then Aliyah Liregel was not popular. Why? Because this was the time of Malchus Yisrael. There was a split. And they didn't want the Jews to go to the Beis Hamikdash because that was under Malchus Yehuda, Malchus Beis David. So you had to have an incentive to bring Jews to Yerushalayim. People didn't want to go. Nevois used to hold a concert, Chalamoyet Pesach Shvuas Sukkis after Yom Tif, the middle of Yom Tif, and his ah, and his voice was so unbelievable. He was the king of Jewish music, the real king of Jewish music. It attracted everybody to the concert, and people would come simply to hear Nevois. After doing this many years, Nevois said to himself, "You know what? It's time for retirement." I had enough schlepping over there with all the maizalach. It's too hard. Let me stay home and do my thing and relax at home, Yom Tif. So the Rabbi Nishalolam said, your soul came down here to be able to inspire Jews with your voice. You don't want to do it, so your mission in this world is finished. That's what the Cheshman of the voice of Israel. When somebody has a talent or a resource, they have to maximize it. So, Chavetz Chaim used to say, uh, we say in Shir Shalyoim, uh, first day we're talking about Shir Shalyoim, Mi Yalla Bahar Hashem, Neki Chapayim of Ar Levav, Ashaloi Noso Lashov Nafshi. He did not carry my soul in vain. You have a soul, you can't carry it in vain. You have my soul, he didn't carry his soul in vain. I'll call upon him. So, Bemele, we have here a situation that the Pasik says, Ufanisa Baboiker. But you have to wait over the night. That's Pesach. Huh? You want to say... You want to say, why not Shavuos? And who's... <laughs> you mean they slept, so nobody was worried. <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying they were so tired, <laughs> nobody was going home. That's cute. You would be the same halach. An interesting ha'ara, an interesting ha'ara is, in Toysvus and other Rishonim, a very interesting ha'ara. And that is, there's a halacha b'chlal, the Sifri learns out from this Pasek, that when a Yid brings a carbon, he has to sleep over that night. In the middle of the year, you bring a carbon, you don't run home that night. You sleep over the night, you go back the next day. If that's the case, you don't need a special Pasek, not by Pesach, not by Sukkot, because you have to bring a carbon. It's not worse than a weekday when you bring a carbon. Yeah, you have to stay over the night. Oh, so the pshat is, in a case where you wouldn't bring a carbon that day, for example, your Shalmei Chagiga, you already send Erev, because remember, Shlom, you can eat for two days and one night. So you could already be at Makrev Erev Yom Tif. So Melem, it's that halacha, you wouldn't have to stay over the night. So that's what is a special din by Yom Tif, despite whether you bring a carbon or not, you have to stay over the night. You don't run away Right after Yom Tov. Rebbeinah says, you come here, stay stay the night. Stay the night. A good host. Huh? A good host, yeah. A good host. Zogdi Gemara. Zogdi Gemara. V'tanekame v'dibshimin. Tashlubin la'atzeris minaluhu. Tanekame v'dibshimin. How do they know that Shavu is? You could be mocked with the carbon for seven days. 
They use Chagamatzus and Chagashvus and Chagasukas for what? For Baal. For Baal Ta'acher. So how do you know Shvuas you have another six days? You can't compare Matzus, Chagashvus to Chagamatzus because you need it for what? To teach me that it's three Yomim Tovim to be over on Baal Ta'acher. Now, According to the Belazer of Shimon, you don't have a problem. Why? Because he holds you learn Balta Acher from Sukkis itself. It's Sukkis that gives you a Balta Acher. So Chagashvus and Chagamatzis you could use for Tashlumen. It works. But according to Rebbe Tanakama and Rebbe Shimon, you need also Chagamatzis and Chagashvus. And for the Gemara, Nafkulum and the Tonit Abba They learn it from a Braise that Rabbi the son of Shmuel taught. Fascinating Braise. The Tonit Abba Amra Torah, the Torah said, Menei Yomim, V'kadesh Chodesh, count days and sanctify the new month. Meaning, count full days, either 29 days or 30 days, and the next day make Rosh Chodesh. And how do you make Rosh Chodesh? You bring special Karbonus Musaf on this day in the Beis HaMikdash. Next, Kadesh Atzeres, I'm sorry, Menei Yomim, count 49 days and Kadesh Atzeres. And then make holy the 50th day, which is a terrorist called Shavuos. What do you do? You bring special karbonus of Re'iyah and Chagigah and the Musaf of Yom Tov. The Musaf of Shavuos. What does this mean? This means as follows. The orbit of the moon ends after 29 and a half days. Exactly, it takes 29 days, 12 hours, and Tavshin Tzadik Gimel Chalakim. Which means for 793 parts of the hour. So really, when should Rish Chodesh be? Rish Chodesh should happen after 29 days and 12 hours. We never do that. Why? Because we learn out from a Pasuk in Baalayischa where it says, Chodesh Yomim. Chodesh Yomim. Chodesh Yomim means full days, a month of full days. A Chodesh is Yomim. That's why we do some months 29 days and some months 30 days. Why? If we would do all months 29 days, we would be off after a while, because it takes 29 and a half days. If we would do all months 30 days, we would be ahead. We split it up 6 and 6, 29 and 30. So, minei yavim, you count full days, and then you make rishchaytish. Minei yavim, you count 49 days, 7 weeks, and you make shvuas. Zak debraise ma chaydish lemenuyev, afatzeris lemenuyev. Very interesting. Just like when it comes to rishchaytish, how long is rishchaytish? One day. We do sometimes two days Rishchidosh. We'll see later why. But Min Rishchidosh is always one day. So you make Rishchidosh from one unit of the days that you were counting. You count to 29 or 30 days. You take one unit and that unit becomes the holy day. You don't make Rishchidosh 10 days, 5 days, 4 days, 2 days. The Karbanas Rishchidosh is done. In the unit of time that you counted up to Rishchidosh, you counted up Rishchidosh from 30 days, you take one day and you make Rishchidosh. Afatzeres lemenuyev. Shvuas is the same gather. You take the unit of time that counted up to Shvuas, and that becomes Shvuas. What was the unit of time? Seven weeks. Sheva Shabbosis. So you take a week and you turn it into Shvuas. But Mela from here, you learn that you have Tashlumen for seven days. Even though the Yomtev Mitzad Melach is only... One day, but mitzad bringing the karbonis, the tashlumin and chagiga, you have seven days. One second. Say shvuas should only be one day because the Torah also says you should count forty-nine days. 
Shavuos, you only count days and not weeks. Well, Amar Mar, the master said, Mitzvah It's a mitzvah for Sfer to count days, and it's also a mitzvah to count weeks. So you're not only counting 49 days, you're also counting seven weeks. That's why by Sfer we say, Hayoyim Shiva Yomim, Shaheim, Shavua Echad It's a mitzvah Lamim Niyoyimi. But it's also a mitzvah to count weeks. So if it's a mitzvah also to count weeks, so therefore, you can't say Shavuos is going to be one day like Rish Chaydish because the counting is also in weeks. Besides that, Chak Shavuos Ksiv. When the Torah wants to name this holiday, the Torah calls it the holiday of weeks. In other words, the name of this holiday is weeks. Why is it weeks? Because the the prelude, what followed up to the Yom Tif was the counting of weeks. But Mele, from here, they learned Tashlum and Kol Shiv. Let's just see Rashi. Tanakama v'reb Shimon, the Darshilei, Haikra, Lebal Ta'acher. They used this Lebal Ta'acher. The Ilu Rebeloza, v'reb Shimon, like Hashem Midi. The Ilu Yal, Lebal Ta'acher, Mechag HaSukas, Lechudei. Ayat Elei Chagamat, Lechag HaShavuos, Lekeisha, Lechashlum. Rebeloza is good. But the other two, Tanakama and Reb Shimon, for them, the whole Chagamatus, Chagashvus, Chagasukas is taken. How do you learn Tashlumen by Shvus? And for the Gemara, Minei Yomim, Shenemar Ad, Chodesh Yomim. You count a month of days. Bekadesh Chodesh Bekarbonus. Ma Chodesh Kiddushay Echad Miminuyov. Just like Rish Chodesh. What day is holy? One unit of the, of the, what was counted. You have 29 days. So you take one unit and you make it holy. You can't do it the next day. You have one day. The time for Rish is we take one of the units that it became through counting those units leading up to Rish Chodesh. is too, you bring the Karbonis by one of its units. Varehi nimnes ha'yidei doesn't mean shvuayim. He means uh, like shavuos. And it's counted through weeks. Shenemar sheva shabos is tmimis tiyena. So one unit you get for karbonis. So that means you have tashlumen for seven days. Frek di gemara eim echad yoyme tishtiksiv tishbrucha mishim yoyme. One second. Rishchadish you count 30 days. Here you count 50 days. 49 days. Tzvaita days. So Shavuot should be one unit. One unit is one day. So one day you have. So, and this Abba Rav says, no, because it's supposed to count weeks, and it's called Chag HaShavuot, that means that's the primary element of, of Shavuot. And B'meila, you have to count Sai Yoyme, Sai Shavuot. B'meila, you learn from me that you have Tashlumen, Tashlumen Kol Shiv. It's interesting, there's a big Machlaikas in Rishonim, if Sfiris Oymer today is, today, and even though there's no Kardamayim, and Taisvis holds that it's only Medirabonim because it says, Usfaitim Lachemim Machavis Ashabas, the Yoim Haviachim as Oimer Hatsnufa, Sheva Shabbatis Timistiyana. You don't bring an Oimer Hatsnufa, so the Rambam holds it the day that you bring. Taisvis holds, no, you need the carbon, and without that it's only Medirabonim, that's why we say, Rabbeinu Yeruchim has a very novel system. He says that counting days today is minatayra. Counting, I'm sorry, counting de- yeah, counting days is minatayra. Counting weeks is only with the Rabbanon. Why? Because he says there's two separate psukim. One pasuk brings Sfirah Sayyamir and Parashat Sreen. It says, Mehachel Chermes Bakarma. On this particular day, Tisperu Chamishim Yem, we should count 50 days. So that's minatayra. 
The other pasuk says, "Asfarat melchem emachas hashabbos beyoyim aviyachem asayimur atnufa sheva shabbos atmimus tiyena shavuos is totally in the carbon." So he says that today counting weeks is talking with the rabbana, not minatayra. Counting days is minatayra. In other words, the chiddush of shavuos is when Yitaka had a real shavuos based on the, on the counting. Like him was mamish only with weeks because with weeks it's takim minatayra because you need a carbon number. I'll call upon them. That's why they know tashlumin. And you don't need Chagamatzis, Chagashvuz, Chagasukas, you could go for Baltach. So the last piece of the Gemara here, Mamash, the last piece. After the Gemara finished and concluded analyzing the background, the logic behind each of the five Tanoim of what their opinion with Baltach is, according to Tanakama, when you make your pledge and three Yamim Toivim pass in any order, you transgress Balta. <coughs> According to Reb Shimon, by Yechai, it has to be in the order of Pesach Shavuos Sukkot. According to Reb Meir, the third opinion, any Yomtif, one Yomtif is Balta Acher, Pesach Shavuos Sukkot. According to Reb Eleza Ben Yaakov, the fourth opinion, two Yomim Toivim, any two. And finally, the last opinion was Reb Elazar, the son of Jehurim, by Yechai, who says, Sukkot, it's only Sukkot. Sukkot is what creates Balta Acher. So it's one Yamtif, but one particular Yamtif, which is Sukkot. The Gemara went in to analyze the background, the logic, where each one derives, from where, from whence each one derives his particular view about Balta Acher. And the final discussion was that many of the Shittas use that Pasuk of Chag HaMatzis, Chag HaShvuz, Chag HaSukkot, and Parchas which is superfluous when it comes to tell us about Aliyah Liregel, because we know already from the whole context that these are the three Amun Taivim. So they learn the first two views that this is the source of Bal Ta'achir for Shalosh And finally, in the last piece, the Gemara says that L'cha'ira, how do they know a very big Chiddush that Shvuas you have six days <coughs> to be Mashlim, seven, what we call Shivas Yimei Tashlomim, together with Shvuas, Shvuas and another six days afterwards to bring your karma, which L'cha'ira, we learned the Meir, the Belazer Ben Yaakov, learned that all from Chag HaMatzis and Chag HaShavuos, which they, the other ones, use it for Balta Acher. So this halacha would be missing. So the Gemara finally said that this particular halacha they learned out from another source. And the source is that they compare it, they compare the concept of Shavuos to the concept of Rishchidosh. Just like Rishchidosh is one day, and how do you create Rishchidosh? There's no Rishchidosh if you didn't count before 29 or sometimes 30 days. Because the definition of Rishchidosh is that the moon completed its orbit around the earth and a new orbit is about to begin. So for this you have to count all the day, the, the time, the time, the span of time during the orbit, of that orbit. And the span of time is always 29 and a half days. So you count either 29 <coughs> days or 30 days and you make your Rishchidosh. And that means that the way we understand Rishchidosh is that the day in which you'll bring your karbonus of Rishchidosh, the special karbonus of Rishchidosh, is one day, which is one unit of the count. You count to 29 days. You take one unit of that count, and you designate it as the day of karbonus. So when it comes to Shavuos, which is also based on counting, other Yamim Toivim is not based on counting. I can't say this about other Yamim Toivim. Sukkos is not based on counting. You don't have to count days to come to Sukkos. You have to know when the 15th day of the month is. I mean, yeah, you have to count from day 1 to day 15, but it's not like it's totally in count. If you don't count, Sukkot is the 15th day of Sukkot. Shabbos is the 7th day of the week. Rishchidosh is based on the count of the 29, 30 days. Shavuos is based on the count of what? 
of 49 days, seven weeks, and the day of Shavuos you bring your carbon. So we say, just like Rosh Chodesh, the day that you bring your carbon is one unit of the count. Shavuos, the time that you bring your carbon is one unit of the count. The count is seven weeks. So one unit is a week. So this means that you could bring your carbonus of Shavuos for a week, for seven days. How? Shavuos is only one day. The answer is, <coughs> there is, there is Tashlum. On this, the Gemara asked, one second, but you're also counting 49 days. You're not only counting seven weeks. You're counting 49 days. Tispiru, chamishim yoyim. So if so, you can argue that Shavuos, you should only be able to bring the carbon one day because take one unit of the count. On this, Rav said, one second. You're right, we count days, but we also have to count weeks. Mitzvah lemimni yoimi and mitzvah lemimni shavui. So you can't ignore the unit of weeks. That is intrinsic to the mitzvah of Svirah Saibri. You have to count the weeks. Besides that, the Torah calls it Chag HaShavuos. Torah could have called it Chag HaYomim. Torah knows that you count days. He calls it Chag HaShavuos. In other words, the primary minion, the primary count that creates the Chalois of Shavuos what we call Shavuos. Shavuos means weeks. Why is it called weeks? It's called days. It should be called days. It comes from days just like weeks. 49 days is not only 7 weeks. It's the Chapraya, that the primary Chefzeh, Metzius of Shavuos and Halacha, is based on the unit of weeks. And hence, from here they learn the source of, of Tashlum. What's the point of the second thing? What? What's the point of the second thing? The first right wasn't You say, what's wrong with the first answer? Why does is it there, have to give a problem, it's a good question to ask. Why do you need a second answer? When you need a second answer, it means the first answer is, uh, is, uh, is not wholesome. So the Emma says, mm-hmm. you can ask here a good question, an interesting question, what the Gemara says before. Tafasta meruba loy tafasta. Tafasta mua tafasta. When we were thinking, how many days should we give Shavuos? Seven or eight? Compared to Sukkot? Compared to Pesach? We said, you don't know. If you don't know, go less, don't go more. <laughs> Huh? Minimize. Minimize. Don't maximize. Because if you maximize, you may be lifting up weights that are too heavy for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, Minimizing you're safe. You want to compare it to another yontif. There's no other yontif that has no tashlomah. You're busy comparing it to another yontif. The question is seven. Pesach or Sukkot. So you say there. No, so if you say, tafasta merubaloi tafasta, so then you should say, there should be tashlomah for shvuas one day. There should be tashlumim for Shavuos one day. Why are we saying tafasta, miruba, that you go, in other words, you could count days and you could count weeks. So now I have a question about Shavuos. Does Shavuos have tashlumim a whole week? Or maybe not. So give tashlumim one day. Give tashlumim one day. 49. Based on days, based on days, give it one day. If you want, if you want to give tashlum, why do you say tafasta miruba here with tachayre tafasta miruba? That's the that that could be a question. So Toisvus asks this question. The long Toisvus Toisvus asks this question, and Toisvus says you have to be consistent when it comes to the shchaydish. You're comparing shvuos to the shchaydish. When it comes to the shchaydish, the day of shchaydish gets holy, and it encompasses the entire unit that was counted which is days. So he says, Shavuos, do the same thing. Use the entire unit that was counted. Not only days, but also weeks. It's not the fast time But the Ritva says, that's why you need a second answer. <laughs> so you're mechav. Va'oid chag ha-shavuos ksiv, 
because it's Ches Chag HaShavuos, therefore to fast the Merubah. Because the first answer, you'll say, go with days, don't go with weeks. Because the Torah calls it Chag HaShavuos. Ah, why does the Torah call it Chag HaShavuos? To tell you this is a holiday of weeks, and to teach you the din of Tashlum. There's another third answer that's given by the Dan. The Dan gives a third answer, and he says, when do you say to fast the fasta? is if you're going to learn from the Merubah, if you're going to learn from the Merubah, so then you can't learn from the Muat. You have to make a choice. Either you're going to learn from the Merubah, or you're going to learn from the Muat. But here... No, he says, here, what, what are you going to do? He says, here you can learn from both. You could say, the main Shavuos is one day, and then the Tashlumim is seven days. So you don't have to choose one or the other. If you have to choose one or the other as an alternative, then I say, take the Muad, don't take the Merubah. He says, here, do both. <coughs> do both. Learn Sai Yamim and Sai Shavuos. The main day of the carbon is Shavuos itself. That's only one day. So that's the Tafasta Muad. And then give me another six days because of the unit of weeks. It's Tafasta Merubah. He says, you don't do either or. You could do both. I'm saying, but you're using the faster on the on the he could the rice of it on the one on one day. That's there's not the faster there. But the faster is there on, on Khagasuas. You, you need that. No, I'm saying that's not a Rishkhoidish. That would be like Rishkhoidish, you have one day. But there's no too faster. You do too fast as Right, 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 right. And yeah, in other words, it's just you embrace both. <coughs> you embrace both. So maybe you don't have to choose. Since you don't have to choose, you could say both. There's two units. You don't have to ignore either. If you have to ignore one, so which one do you choose? So you choose the minimal one. Since you don't have to choose either or, you don't have to choose, you have Yomim and you have Shavuos. You're paying respect to Yomim. You have Shavuos. Just like Rishchaydish. Rishchaydish Shavuos. You're paying respect to Shavuos. You have another six days it works. The Rashash, we come to the Achirayim, says a Gishmak of art. He says, why don't you say, according to them, there should be Tashlumen, not just for the carbon oilas re'iya and shalmi chagiga that you have to bring shvuas. There should be tashlumen for the carbonus musafin that you bring on shvuas. The carbonus tzibur that you bring every yamtif, shabbos, rishchidish, shvuas, all the yamim toivim, the special carbonus that we dive in musaf for. The, the lists of carbonus that we do in musaf, which are the extra carbonus besides the carbon tamit that we bring on special days, shabbos, all the yamim toivim, and rishchidish. That's why we dive in musaf in all these days. Those karbanas, there's no tashlumen. Why not? Rishchaydish, you can bring it to Rishchaydish. What are the karbanas of Rishchaydish that you're talking about? Karbanas Musaf. Rishchaydish didn't bring an oil asri and shami chagig. It was no aliyah the regular Rishchaydish. The karbanas Musaf. You want to go really do this? Say fun. Just like Rishchaydish. You do one day. And that's the time you bring which karbanas? Karbanas Musaf. So Shvu is you do one week. Really? So give me a week for karbanas Musaf. That doesn't exist. The week is only for the personal karbanas. He says, how did that happen? He says, ah. Oh. Well, every well every day is a new musaf. I mean, every day is a new carbon musaf. But you're not. But if you miss it, <laughs> you, can't, you, miss it, you miss it. You miss it. You miss it. The right. next day is a new carbon musaf. Huh? But if you're telling me that the chalois of carbonus of shvuas is seven days, just like rishchaydish, so be consistent. So he says that's the mitzvah mimne yoyim and mitzvah mimne shavuotake. Mitzad yoyim. That's the carbon musaf. It's only one day. Mitzat Shavuos, it's the other Karbanas. That's why there's a distinction. 
That's why there's a distinction. But the yoimim. Musaf is always specific. For the yoim, for the yoim. And the personal karbonas they have to bring on Shavuos, that would be where the Shavuos, the Shavuos come out. That's why you don't say that Atzeres has Tashlumim kol Shiva, even for the karbonas Musafim. So therefore we learn from both. We use the yamim and we use the Shavuos. What of us we use? The karbonas Musafim you have to bring on one day. Because of the unit of days, just like Rosh Chodesh. And the Karbonus, Re'iyah, and Chagiga, you could but bring I mean, for seven days. Right. Right, of course, of course, yeah. So you can't You're not responsible. If I forgot, I'm not Machayev to do it. No, no, in other words, if the Tzibur, if, if, if they didn't bring, they did the first day of Shavuos, they didn't do it, for whatever reason. Imagine Chanukah the next day after Shavuos. Uh, no, Chanukah, there were no Karbonas. No. Chanukah is B'derabon. Chanukah, there's no Karbonas. You can't bring Karbonas on Chanukah. If Chanukah will happen the next day after Shavuos, oh, oh. if something that's like this, the, the, right. the Bet Amidash was closed because of the... Right, oh, that's what you mean. Oh, <laughs> you no, mean something they, happened like something Hanukkah? Happened, like Hanukkah. I thought you meant Hanukkah. No, something happened like Hanukkah. And the next day, but that's okay because the mitzvah of many young means you want to give a shlumer in one day. And you're saying you're having a just being like one day. Under construction. No, well, you have to shlumer of one day. You don't need to shlumer. Your shchayyus is not a shlumer. Right, but you wanted that the gavah shul is mitzvah. And you're finishing time. No, Rish Chaydish is not a Shloman. Yeah. Just like Rish Chaydish. You're right, you're right. No Tashloman. You're right. The Yoyme creates one day of Yantif, one day for Karbanas, like Rish Chaydish. That's the Karbanas Musaf. And the Shavuos. Now, why do I choose this versus this? We understand. Because this is a carbon sibur. So if you're going to choose which one can go for six days and which one is doesn't day, like the carbon sibur that the whole Klai Yisrael brings. And, 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 y- that's the point. Here, you don't, you only need one, it's only one carbon musaf. It's not every individual. So who should you give six days? Should you give six days for one carbon? Or should you, right? Should you give six days for one carbon and one day for thousands and thousands of carbonas? Or should you give one day for one carbon and then six days for thousands and thousands and thousands of carbonas? So obviously that's how you would divide it. Simon had practical reasons and also it's had the toichen. Theologically, it makes more sense. <laughs> practically, you give more time to things that take more time, right? That's what the time management gurus say. Okay, Zog the Gemara Vait. On the bottom of Davdalar Amar Aleph, the Gemara listed the famous big toner on what goes into the umbrella of Baltacher. So we went through a long list. The basic list included, if you take a look at the last lines of Davdalar Amar Aleph, just let's go through the list fast, because we're now going to analyze that whole list. The first thing was Domin, Erkin, Chromin, Hekdeshes, Chatoyes, Hashamas, Oilus, Shlomim, Tzdokes, Maestres, Pchor, Maeser, Pesach, and then the Avdalad Amidbeis was Leket, Shikha, and Peya, and that's where the list ends. When three Yomim Toivim pass, you're even on Baltach. Where did we come up with this list from? It's a Braisa. But let's now analyze this list. What's included in this list? The list included, the first thing is, a pledge that a person makes when he says, My value... I have to give to the Beis HaMikdash. So if a person, so to speak, is worth on the market $10 million, he has to give $10 million to the Beis HaMikdash. The second thing was Erkin, which means my Erech, which is always a fixed value based on gender and age, and not so much money, you have to give to the Beis HaMikdash. The third thing is Chromin, which is your Makdash something to the Beis HaMikdash. The, same, the next is Hekdashis, which you take Pashat an object, and you say it's Hekdash, whether it's an animal, whether it's an item, and you say it's Hekdash. 
Well, it's not an animal usually. It's an item that uh, it could be an animal, even uh, an animal that you're not makriv, but it's the value of something you give to the base of So it's it's a form of hektish. It's a sanctification. Yeah. And then you have karbonus, achatos, an ashram, an oil, ashlamim, all these things. Then you have tzedakah, he said. You make a pledge for poor people. Then you have all your maestras, your truma, your maestras, your shin, your maestras, shani, your maestras, ani, that you separate. Then you have your carbon b'chayr, that you have to give to the kayan. Then you have your carbon maestras, that you have to bring to your shalayim and eat yourself as a carbon. Then you have your carbon pesach. And then you have your lekat shikha and peya, which are the various contributions you have to give from your field, things that you leave in the field and you if you leave it in the field, there's no baltache. You take it home in order to give it to the poor people. All these things have this time limit of baltache. You can't just leave it in your house for 20 years and then decide to give it to the kayan or give it to the poor man or give it to the besamikdash, right? Even though the watch is fine after 20 years, you have to do it within the period of baltache, which we explained is either yom yom tev, three yom tevim, two yom tevim, pesach shvuasukas, in the order, not in the order, all the five opinions discussed. The big problem here is carbon pesach. Everything else, the question is how we come to it. That will get to. But Pesach, it's not only a question how we come to it. But it doesn't make sense. Let's think about it. What's a carbon Pesach? Carbon Pesach means on your Dalad Nissen, Erev Pesach, you had to bring a carbon Pesach. So what's Balta Ache? If you didn't bring it, your Dalad Nissen. So what happens now? So you're supposed to bring your carbon Pesach in the middle of Sukkot? Pesach Ah? Okay, so Pesach Shein. So now if Pesach Shein, he passes. What's the Balta Ache? Huh? Between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, anyway, have no Yom Tov. That's where the Gemara is now going. To, in other words, the question is not the source. The question is Bashat the What's Pirush Hamilus? First, you have to before you analyze sources, you have to analyze Pirush Hamilus. Pirush Hamilus doesn't make sense. Soon we'll get to the source of each one. How we know Balta Acher includes all of them. Pesach just says a neder. But uh, but first we push you have to understand what it means. That's what the Gemara addresses now. Zog the Gemara after the period. Chag Shavuos Ksiv. O Pesach Bar Mikriv Birgalim Hu. You see how the Gemara asks the question. Is Pesach something that you could be Makriv Birgalim in the Yamim Toivim? That you tell me. If you didn't bring a carbon Pesach, so you have Pesach, you have Shavuos, you have Sukkos. And then after Sukkos, it's over. Balta Acher. You delayed it too much. Is Pesach something you can be makrib b'regol? And Pesach zimne kviyile. Pesach has a fixed time, the 14th day of Nisan, in the afternoon, Erev Pesach. Vi akrive akrive. And if you offered it then, you were makrib it, you offered it. You did halach, vi lo akrive. And if you didn't offer it, it chile. It gets rejected from being it makrib as a carbon Pesach. You can't be makrib as a carbon Pesach anymore. This is the time. Now, we'll soon see what happens in such a situation. But you can't be makrav as a carbon Pesach. So if so, what is the definition of Baal Ta'acher in this case? You can't do it anymore. Now, the way this is explained, practically speaking, is you can't leave it till the next Pesach. You say, leave it till the next Pesach. Leave it till the next Pesach. And bring it. Yeah. The problem is that the Torah says in Boi that it has to be Seh Ben Shona. It has to be a sheep within the first year. So if you get your sheep right before Pesach, Erev Pesach, by the time the next Erev Pesach <coughs> comes up, <coughs> this is already disqualified as a carbon Pesach. One moment. So therefore, if this is a situation, what are you supposed to do with it? So he says, It's nitche from being Makr Moshem Pesach. Another way of learning it is, the, besides the problem of the Seh, the Turi Evan writes here, 
But the pshat is, balta acher means that even though it's delayed, you could still bring it. It's just you're bringing it late. Sometimes you make a late payment, but the payment is a payment. It's just a late payment. So maybe you'll get a penalty. Maybe you have to pay a fee, but it's a payment. Balta acher l'shalme means don't delay paying it. But you could pay it after it's delayed. It's just don't delay it. It's a kosher of carbon. You just not let it delay it. Here, you can't bring the carbon Pesach. Yeah, so the whole mitzvah of Balta Achir, he says, doesn't apply. Zagda Gemara Amr Abchizda, you're right. You're right. Pesach Kedinosva. Which means, Abchizda says, Pesach doesn't belong here. It doesn't have the same din like the other Karbanas. So why does it come in here? The only reason is because generally in Shas, Pchur, Meiser, and Pesach are grouped together, are fixed together. So Reb Chizda, who interprets Pesach literally, says you have a problem here. Because the Baal Ta'achir of Pesach is not like the Baal Ta'achir everywhere else. Now, Reb Chizda doesn't mean that the Tana is saying something wrong. Just because Pesach comes usually with Pchur and Meiser, you can't put it into a price, but you're going to give a wrong halach about Pesach. Pesach, Baal Ta'achir is right away. <laughs> the moment Pesach comes, the first day of Pesach comes, you are even on Baal Ta'achir. Because you have to bring it out of Pesach. So it's not like he's giving you a wrong impression that from the Brisa something bad is going to come out, that you're going to think Pesach is Baltach, and really Pesach is not Baltach. Pesach is much more stringent. The Baltach starts right away. Erev Pesach is the time limit. Pesach comes, there's nothing to do anymore. The carbon Pesach is Erev Pesach. He can't bring it on Pesach. Wait till the next Erev Pesach. It's already a year. So the Mela, the only reason he groups it into the Brisa is Kedinosva. Kedinosva means it's Terech Agav. Since usually we group together Pchur, Meiser, Pesach, they come together like we say in the morning before Hayd, before Shachris, in the Karbonus, Pchur, Meiser, Pesach, Kachim, Kalim, Shachim, Machamak, and Bazara. They usually work together. They're like in one umbrella. A lot of halachas they share. So here it also comes in together. Even though specifically you don't have this Balta Acher of three Yom Tov, Balta Acher happens right away, or it doesn't happen Bechlal. The concept of Balta Acher doesn't apply. You have to bring it, but the concept of Baltach doesn't apply. That's the Turei Evan learns. Reb Sheshesh says, no, obviously this is not a Geshmaka way of learning it, but for this, he will reinterpret the word. My Pesach, Shalmei Pesach. Pesach doesn't mean the carbon Pesach, it means Shalmei Pesach. What's Shalmei Pesach? Rashi says, Karav You have a carbon Pesach and you couldn't bring it in, ta- in its time. You know why? Sha'avad, it got lost. You took a sheep or a goat, you were makdash as a carbon pesach and you got lost, ran away. <coughs> you brought a new one. And now you find the old one. What do you do? What do you do with the old one? So you can't bring it as a carbon pesach. You already brought a carbon pesach. So hunasa shlamim. It becomes automatically a carbon shlamim. Kedinafkalam bepsachim. Vaisun shlamim im echaran gimel regalam over. For that new carbon shlamim, you have three amim taivim. So when it says pesach, it doesn't mean the carbon pesach. It means Shalme Pesach. It means the Shlomim in lieu of the carbon Pesach. On this time that you have, on this carbon you have three Yomim Taivim. And the reason again is because you found it after you were makr of the, if you found it before you were makr of another carbon Pesach, great. You have a carbon Pesach. You found it after you were makr of the carbon Pesach. So therefore you cannot be makr of the carbon Pesach. The din is you have to be makr of a carbon <coughs> Shlomim. This carbon goes into Baltach. So Reb Chizda and Reb Sheshis both agree that the classic carbon Pesach doesn't fall into the regular category of Baltach. What's the difference if you find it or not? Because the first of those... Whenever. Carbon Pesach, you set aside another carbon Pesach already. Yes. 
Even if you find it before you're macro, yes, you're yes, right, yeah. So one or the other, you're gonna have a one or the other, yeah. So both hold that the classic carbon pesach there's no balta acher. The question is, when it says pesach, what does it mean? Yipshesha says it means he just puts it into the group kedinosva derechagav, but it has its own halachas. It has its own halachas. You can't delay it even a night. <laughs> Already a few hours passed, it's over. Time done. Yepsheshah says, no, you're right about the real carbon. This doesn't mean the classic Pesach. It means Shalmi Pesach. Yepsheshah was right. It says in the same b'raisa, Shlomim. And Avdala Ramad Aleph, when he brought the b'raisa, Chatoyez v'ashamas, Oilus v'ashlamim. Before Pesach. According to you, it's a Shlomim. So it's superfluous, because your Pesach is also Shlomim. And for the Gemara, <coughs> when it says Pesach, it's talking about Shlomim that are coming because of Pesach. In other words, they were first a carbon Pesach, they were sanctified, it's an animal that was sanctified as a carbon Pesach, and later it became Shlomim due to unforeseen circumstances. The Seda, when it says Shlomim, you're talking about Shlomim that were sanctified initially as a carbon Shlomim. Ah, you're going to ask, who cares what type of Shlomim it is? It's still redundant. I would have thought it would have come up in my mind. Just the translation of the word. Solka means come up. Daita on the mind. Amina, I would say. It would come up in my mind to say, it would be a svarah to say, since these shlamim are coming because of Pesach, in other words, L'chatchila was a Pesach, and then it's transferred to shlamim, damu, so therefore it retains the halachic status of Pesach. In what sense? Rashi says, in the first Rashi of Hamad Beis. So already the first Yomtev, you're over. When? The moment the Yomtev comes in. The carbon Pesach, you have Erev Pesach. The moment the night of the Seder comes in, you're already over about Because it's too late. What are you going to do on Pesach? You can't bring a carbon Pesach on the first day of Pesach. So you're over about So you would think the Shlomim has the same gather. So therefore, we say no. Shlomim has a regular, regular, regular gathered of Baltach. We have your three Yomim Tevim Pesach Shavuos Sukkos, according to each opinion of when Baltach. But you can bring Shlomim on Erev Pesach. You don't let people do regular Kabbalat on Erev Pesach. Um, but on Pesach. Um, At least on Pesach. Pesach. Yeah, the Yom Tev shouldn't pass. <coughs> At least the Yom Tev shouldn't pass. <laughs> You mean Daf on Amud Aleph? That's an interesting diuk. Why it's called Neschaper? You see, Rashi says Bismani Shavad Veneschaper Baache. Lachayri, you're saying it's not a kapara. You're saying it's not a kapara. Carbon Pesach is not a kapara. Why Rashi says Neschaper? Interesting. I don't know. It's a good diuk. <laughs> now you're being like the Rashash. A guy sagra, the Rashash, the stuff, me have a bread You're saying why it says Neschap. It's a good diuk. I don't know. Now, here's just a diuk of this Fasemis that somebody mentioned. It's just important to note. When Rashi says, you're over on Baltacher right away, once Erev Pesach passed, you're over on Baltacher, it's only if the carbon is not Royu to, to bring on Pesach Sheni. If 
it's in a situation that you could bring it on Pesach Sheini. It's a matzah that the person is roy to bring it on Pesach Sheini. He was b'derech whatever the halach is, how you can bring it on Pesach Sheini. So then you won't be over on Baal Ta'acher when you weren't makavit on Pesach Rishon. But right with Pesach Sheini, you'll be over on Baal Ta'acher. Because after Pesach Sheini, what are you doing with it? So that's still important. Sometimes you have a month. It still doesn't go into the regular Baal Ta'achers yet. It's not Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. It's not Shavuos. You don't even wait, even according to the Meir. But even if it's no Pesach Sheini, you're over on Baltacher right when Yom Tov comes in. If it's Pesach Sheini, you have one more month for Baltacher. But it still doesn't go into the regular umbrella of Baltacher unless you're dealing with the Shlom. If Pesach has Baltacher right away, so why don't we just learn out from Pesach right away? You see that Baltacher, you're by Pesach right away. So why, why, did, why did all the Madam learn all the, the Halachas? No, you can't compare. Pesach, you're over right away if you say you're over because it has a fixed man. When I bring a neder, I say I want to bring a carbon oil to the Besamikdash, right? to say that I have literally till shkia till sunset, and that's uh, I could say it, but I need a raya for this. So that's why we use the psukim of chagamatzus, chagashvus, chagasukus, according to that shit. Or we use the psukim of ubasa shama vahevesim. Or we use the psukim of elatasul hashem b'mayadechem. Mehechetesa to say pesach. I have no choice after shkia sachaba. What are you supposed to do with the carbon pesach? You don't bring a carbon pesach on Lagboimer. You don't bring a carbon pesach on, uh, on Yud Beis Tammuz or on Tisha B'av. There's nothing to do with it. I can't wait till the next Erev Pesach. Why? Because it's already uh, Seb and Shana. So that, that's out. So what am I supposed to do? I can't shake a lulav. I can't shake a lulav, yeah, on Shavuos. It's, not gonna, it's, it's a nice thing to shake a lulav, but it's not for Shavuos. <laughs> you, don't, you don't blow Shaif on Purim. What are you going to do with your carbon pesach? It's a carbon pesach. It has a time. Right? I mean... You understand what I'm saying? That's one oifen. As I said, the Turei Evan has a different mahalach in the He says there is no balta'acher by Pesach. It's not a gather of balta'acher means when you pay your mortgage late, three months, <coughs> a few years, or you don't pay it b'chlal, yeah? When you finally pay, so it's salt. The gelt is gelt. You just get a penalty. <laughs> it's a, it's a balta'acher means don't delay it. If you delay it, it's still money. It's just you did it too late. It's garnished. It's not baltacher. That's what the Torah Evan learns. It's a different mahalach. You're not over on baltacher by Pesach. There's no carbon. There's no carbon. Done. Fafalan. Ava yoyme bottle carbon. It's a different way of the love of learning the Gemara. Lahavdal. I meant lahavdal. I didn't mean. No, I don't mean anything in another context. In this context, if you pay the carbon Pesach, it's not. Baltacher was about in the double. That's what we're going to analyze now. It's not about carbon. It says about a net. That's what we're going to analyze right now. Next shtickle gemar. Minan emili. Minan emili. How do we know? How do we know what? Rashi says the kakol hanuch the tanya b'masnisa leel ikebaltach. We put in. We made a grouping, a large grouping, and we put in a lot of stuff there. We put in all types of nedarim. We put in oilers, chatoyas, ashamas, pchor, maise, pesach, tzedakah, trumas. We put in everything. We put in everything there, basically. Almost everything. Everything goes in the baltach. Where did the chazal come up with this? You go back to the original pasuk. The original pasuk tells you something specific. 
And yet they expanded it to include so many things. The Pesach doesn't say a carbon, for example. The Pesach doesn't say tzedakah. The Pesach doesn't say maestris. The Pesach doesn't say erkin chrem. And let's see what the Pesach says, and let's see what they did with this. The Tanur Rabbanan on this, there's a b'raisa. And here we have to quote the whole Pesach. And it's important because we're going to analyze word for word this Pesach. As we mentioned, the Pesach is in Dvarim. Perik chav gimel. Pesach chav base. Let's quote the whole Pesach. If you have the Pesachim on the left side or the right side of your page, Torah Er, HaShalom, they have today, a lot of Gemaras have the full Pesachim, but I'll read it inside. Ki sidor neder ladinoya loyhecha loysa acher l'shalmoy. Ki dorish yidrishenu ladinoya loyhecha meimach v'hoye v'chachet. Translate. When you make a pledge, you make a neder for Hashem, your God, don't delay to pay it. Because God, your God, will demand it from you and it will create in you a sin. Now here we have a classic situation of what we discussed. You have a Pasuk. It's brief, it's concise. Look what Moshe Rabbeinu put in to this Pasuk. When you read the Pasuk, you right away hear that he put in a lot of things. He says, when you make a neder, when you do, when you neder a neder to God, your God, don't delay paying it. Which is already fine. I got it. Don't delay. I have to know what it means to delay. I don't know what delay is. That's what we discussed earlier. And then he continued. Why? Because God, your God, will demand it from you. And then there will be a sin in you. So here you have a Pasuk. But this Pasuk, as we discussed, included a long shear. What's the shear? The shear that Moshe Rabbeinu gave, that the Pasuk simply captures. So now we have the whole, we have Chazoris HaShir. Torah Shabbat Peh what we call in Yeshiva's Chazoris HaShir. So I can take if you read this Pasuk, you mentioned this, it's only a neder. If you make a neder, you have a mitzvah, not to delay it. What if you do a nedava? Nedava <coughs> What if it's a nedava? And we know the difference of neder and nedava, and this is an important distinction. Neder means you make a pledge. Hare alai, for example. Hare alai shlamim. There's an obligation on me to bring a shlamim. You didn't take an animal and turn it into a shlom. It's an obligation on you. What does this mean practically? It means two things. First of all, there's no animal yet. Second of all, if you take an animal and you make it a shlom, and then it gets lost, you have to bring another one. Why? Because you said, and you never brought your shlom. Right. Where's the balta acher? This is neder. Where's the balta acher by neder? Two things. First of all, if I made my animal a shlomim, but I don't bring it to the Beis HaMikdash, so I never fulfilled it all the way, I did step one, not step two. Or, I say, I'm never, I'm never even makdash a behemoth for shlomim. It's two stages. Nedava is different. Nedava, you took an animal, you say, not alive. If it gets lost, I'm good. I didn't violate my, I never said I'm going to bring a shlomim. I said, this is a shlomim. Find it. I don't have to bring another. Find it. If I find it, it's a shlomah. I don't find it. I didn't violate my nether. You didn't lose it, and you still have it. You have to bring it. Of course. There, what's the balta acher? The balta acher is. I have to bring it. Just saying harezu shlomim doesn't mean anything. It's a shlomim. I have to bring it. So how do you know? It says nether. How do you know nedava? Rashi says nether nedava nedava nether harei alai nedava harezu. That's the key. Harei alai means it's an obligation on me. Harezu is this animal is a shlomim. And if this one is lost, it's, it's, I'm fine. That's the difference between neder and a dove. So if somebody steals it, for example, by neder I have to go 
buy a new animal. Why? Because as long as I didn't bring it to the Beis HaMikdash, I was not Mekai in my nether. By a Nedavah, if somebody steals it or it gets lost, I don't have to bring another one. Why? Because my obligation is to bring this as a carbon. Somebody stole it. What am I supposed to do? I don't have, I'm not a prophet. I don't know who the Ganav is. What am I supposed to do? So therefore, I'm exempt. How do I know that by Nedavah there's a din of Baltach? Zagdi Gemara, you're right. Nemar kan nedev and nemar lahalon im nedev in the dove zevach karbana. You have in Parsha Sav when it comes to the din of noiser, leftover meat from the from the carbon which you have to burn. So it says im nedev in the dove zevach karbana. So therefore, we make what's called exerushava. So you know, exerushava is the second one of the thirteen formulas, methodologies that Moshe Rabbeinu gave to the Jewish people in order to be able to interpret. The psukim of Torah, when you have to interpret them. For example, here you have a question. Does Nedava fall into it or not? So Chazal used Xayr Shava. And they said, Neder, Neder. It says Neder here, Kisidur, Neder. And remember the word Neder is superfluous. It could have said, Kisidur, Lashem Alekech. It would have been very clear. Kisidur, Neder. Ah, we have Neder over there in Parsha Sav. Neder, Neder. Malahala, Nedava. Just like there, Nedava comes together with Neder. Afkan. Nedava imoy, and therefore Baltacher applies to Nedava as well. Next. Kisidur neder l'ashem alekech. You need the extra cedar in order to make zeir shava? No. You, you need you what? Need, you don't need the double lash in order to make zeir shava, no. Stop. You need a word here and the word there. Yeah, but not, you don't need the cedar neder, just stop. It says neder here, neder there. You could compare them. Right. But the question like is, if the, net, that, if, the, if the words are already occupied, so then you can use them for an extra limut. If you need the word, uh, because it's inherent the here, so you need, right. The question has to be in both places or one place, that's already a, a big debate. Oh. If it has to be mufna lachatsoyin, if it has to be open, vacant, if it has to be vacant. You want to use it for something. You want to use it for a new halacha, right? So it has to be an open word. In other words, a word that's available for usage for another purpose. What's lashem It says, not only when you make a neder, it's a neder for Hashem, your God. Elu, right? Now we include Domin, Erkin, Chromin, Hekdeshus. Why? Because these are all things that go directly to Hashem without any human use. Unlike a carbon. Many carbonas, which the Koyhanim have a part in it, they have a stake in it. Because once you offer the fat in the Mizbeach, the rest of the meat could be eaten by the Koyhanim. So this is not Lashem Alekecha. It's partially Lashem Alekecha. Kisidur Neder Lashem Alekecha means all things that you dedicate exclusively to the Beis HaMikdash, and no human hand, even Kayanim, has a whole hand in it. What does that include? Domin. When I say my value or your value, I'm giving to the Beis HaMikdash, whatever your value on the market is. When I say Erkin, when I say Chramin, when I say Hekdashis, all these things go directly to Bede Kabayis, Lashem Alekecha, and the Kayanim have absolutely no part in it. And as a result of that, if you delay any of these things, you're over on Baltacher. So Kisidur Neder Lashem Elekecha. Lashem Elekecha included these four categories. Next, Loisa Acher Lishal Moi. Don't delay paying it. Moshe Rabbeinu could have written, Loisa Acher Lishalem. I know what I'm talking about. Don't delay payment. You know what I'm saying? Don't delay to pay it. The it says, Hu Veloi Chilufov. Baltacher only applies to he and not his substitute. It only applies to the carbon, and not to the substitute. Now this is going to be question. what does this mean? He, and not his substitute. What substitute of what? Why is there a substitute? Why is there a chilof? A chilof means an exchange, a substitute. What are we even talking about? Again, we don't understand the Pirish Hamilas, the Gemara is going to analyze that soon. 
Next, ki because God is going to demand it from you. Now again, this is superfluous. It says, you make a nether for Hashem, don't delay it, pay it. Now I'm going to tell you why. You know why? Because He's going to demand it from you. Yes, if, if He wants you to give it in a specific time and He's doing it late, He's asking you, right? It's like when you, late payment, it's late payment. These are things that he demands from you. Not he demands from you because it's late. It's things that he demands from you. In other words, it's not things you voluntary, voluntarily decided to give like a neder. And a dove, a neder means you're an ins- you have an inspired morning and you want to bring a carbon to the Rabbi Nishalem. You say, there's no demand from you to do it. There's no dorishidrishenu emantas nishfundir efodatas nishfundir. You're not demanding. It's a voluntary thing. Once you obligate yourself, you make a nether. Now he demands it from you. But the demand begins with a voluntary commitment. A carbon chatas asham oila and shlamim. The demand doesn't begin with a voluntary commitment. The demand begins with a demand. It's a different type. A person sinned. Carbon chatas. He's mechalos shabbos b'shoigig. Right. He has to bring a carbon chatas. It's a chiyuf. Carbon asham. Oila is mechapa for mitzvah. Oila is mechapa for mitzvah. Shlomim here, we're talking about not shlomim as a neder and a dove. That wouldn't be a darish. It would mean shlomim that you're mechuyah. For example, pchoyr, meiser. Right? Pchoyr, meiser. These are karbonas shlomim. You, you eat. But you, the, the, the kayan can eat it or the person can eat it. These are all karbonas that... It's a chayv to bring carbon Pesach. That's what Rashi says. Chatoyes v'ashamis shehe nidrashin mimcha sharei chayvei mutalin alecha oilas ushlamim we mechayv in an oila kagain oilas reiya shal mechagiga shehein chayva the ilu neder and the dava bereisha the kruksivi neder and the dava you already know from the beginning of the pasuk kisider neder. So what's darishid rishenu? Chatoyes, Hashemes, Oilus, and Shlomim. For who had dinami lepchor, Meiser, Pesach, Shein Chayva. It's interesting. Rashi puts in here the word Pesach. Why? Because what we our problem with Pesach was not that Pesach there's no Balta Acher. Just that Pesach's Balta Acher happens after six hours. So we don't have a problem that Rashi puts in Pesach here. They had a whole sugi now that it's not Pesach. Rashi means the literal Pesach. But of course, it's also Balta Acher. It's just a six-hour Balta Acher. Huh? Exactly. Exactly. It's inside this gather. And it's a carbon chayva. It's darer shidrishenu. So darer shidrishenu includes a whole new category of nidarim that I give. Well, Next. Why the Gemara did not specify now all the rest? What? Rashi specified it. Yeah, but the Gemara doesn't do it. Why did the Gemara doesn't do it? The Gemara goes Shlomim, because it's the gather of Shlomim. It's the gather of Shlomim. That's the word. You remember, even Shlomim you have a problem with. I'll tell you what. Shlomim is the Chayichnish. That's why you need the Rash. Because Shlomim, that's a Nedir and a Dava, doesn't go to Darish Hashem. So you have to say, what type of Shlomim? Chayva. So you're already being Mephadish what Shlomim is. Once you're being Mephadish what Shlomim is, the word Shlomim is anyway not a self-contained word. You understand? Not like in the Braisa. In the Braisa, Shlomim could be anything. Here, shlomim is, is not is not only it's particular type of shlomim. You have to you have to qualify that it's chayver shlomim, right? It's shalme chagiga. It's not a regular shlomim that's a carbon neder and a dava where a Jew just wants to bring a, a contribution or a, a blend. Next, Hashem alekecha. Now, this Hashem alekecha is really problematic because it already said once in the pasuk, kisider neder la Hashem alekecha loisa acher l'shalmu kidorish yidrishenu Hashem alekecha. 
Of course, he could have easily written, You're talking about Hashem. In fact, in the basic laws of grammar, anybody who studied grammar, you know, this is you don't write a sentence like this. You don't repeat the exact same words that you began the sentence with when you could just say, He. <laughs> you pledge a pledge to God, don't delay paying it, because He will demand it from you. That's what you do. You don't say again, Hashem So what's this? This refers to Tzdokis and Maisris. Where does this happen? In our Gemara it also says Pchor. It should be obvious from Rashi in a moment that he wasn't good as the word Pchor. Let's see Rashi. Eilutz Dukas and Maisris. The Hakroyu Seiru. The Havalei Lemichtav Kidarish Yidrishenu. Ukvar Hashem Kosev Lemaila Bemikri. You told me we're talking about Hashem, and we already interpreted the first Hashem Alakecha to mean all the things that go straight to the Beis Hamikdash. Nidrish Be Lasuyitz Dukas and Maisris. We put in here Tzdukah and Maisris. Why is Tzdukah Lashem Fakert? Tzedakah you give to poor people. Maisi you give to poor people. You don't give it Lashem. The answer is, Shekosov Behen Shemzeh. Because by these two things we find in Chumash, this name says, it says, Hashem And by Maisir it says, Hashem The second Hashem Alekecha I say is what? Things that the Torah connects to Hashem Alekecha. Tzedakah and Maisiris. You see here, Rashi doesn't include the word Pchayr, and it's obvious why. Rashi just he told us it. that Pchayr went to Shlomim. So how could Rashi include here Pchayr? So that's why he does not say Pchayr. And he does not say Maise Behema, because Maise Behema was also included before as a Shlomim. But it's interesting, it's interesting that Toysvis was good as Pchayr. And the question would be, why didn't you learn out Pchayr and Maise Behema from Shlomim? Right? You have to bring a carbon you have to bring a carbon mice. Stuck is not Dorishidrishenu. I decided to give stuck. But why is that not included? So Taisra says, Maisra Subchoy. Taisra as follows. Maisra Subchoy Michi Dorishidrishenu Loy Nafka. You know why? The Loy Domi Chiyuva de Dhuli Chiyuva de Chatas of Asha. You can't compare it. The Lesle Pchoyo Maisra Loy Machayev Bo. It's not always a Chiyuva. Kiyumis, mitzvah kiyumis, not mitzvah kiyumis, right. If I have a farm, and I have a pchayr, and I have enough animals, I have to, there's a chiyum. Right, right. Huh? Right. So the daughter Shidrashenu is a different category. MS. MS. It's, it's, it's not like a nether and a dover. That be, you have to, if you don't have money, that's an ones. Right. Well, here it's not an ones. It's not a chiyum. Like tzitzis. Tzitzis. There's no chiyuv. If you have a beggar of Arba Kanfis, there's a mitzvah of tzitzis. Then daughter Shidrashenu. It doesn't, there's no chiyuv. Go to the store and buy a beggar of Arba Kanfis. That doesn't exist. That's the I'm a chuyuf to have ten behemoths? If I have ten behemoths, oh, maestres, maestres of truma. No, in general, maestres. I have. Well, I have money. Money. Yeah, but everybody's making money. money. Everybody needs to leave. Right, we're saying one hardest comment. It's a small truma. Amount. I'm not mechuyif to have a field. I'm not mechuyif no, to have a field. No, not truma. It's on the maestres. Maestres on money. But those are called human. Only comes into play, obviously. The sugya, if you. Maestres and money. You're not mechuyif to make money. 
You, you could live off the soup in 18 Farshay. A lot of people do that. You're not mechuyiv to make money. Who says you're mechuyiv to make money? You mean it's a sheish yisheh tavad zu mitzvah essay? That was the lead. That was deleted from this generation. You don't have to make ten cents. Tavad doesn't mean money. You don't have to make enough money that makes you not an onion there's no obligation. Al-Kopan, but Rashi doesn't learn like this. Rashi learns that Pchayr was included earlier because it's Dada Shedrashenu. And that's why what Rashi is going to say is Stokas and Maestris. And not Bechashvar. Stokas and Maestris. Why? Because by these it says, La Shem Eloi Kecha. Why did Rashi learn like that? It's really not as you. No, because it's not like Nedir and Nedava. It doesn't start voluntarily. You're right. You're not Mechuyiv to have it. You're not going to call Mitzvah Tzitzis a voluntary Mitzvah. It, 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 it's a, it's a hagdara, but it's not. You can also say you the other one. Right. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Now the Ritva says you already had the first Lashem Alekechus. The first Lashem Alekechus should have given you also Tzedakas and Maestros. He said no. Because that Lashem Alekecha you include, again, we go to Fasta Muat, to Fasta, to Fasta Merubaloi, to Fasta. That includes things that are mamish for Hashem, for the Rebbeinu Shloilam himself, for the Beis HaMikdash. You can't include Zdaka, which goes to poor people. It's already a stretch. Once you have a second Lashem Alekecha, now you can expand your Lashem Alekecha to include those mitzvahs where it says Lashem Alekecha, meaning the mitzvah of Zdaka and the mitzvah of Maisa, which is a very Geshmach of the Ritva. Next, Me'imach. Wow, time flies here. Me'imach. <laughs> Zeleket shikha peyah. What's me'imach? Me'imach includes leket shikha peyah. What's 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 this about? So Rashi says, interesting. Shein chel koishal oni. Diksiv be es haoni imach. It says in Mishpatim, im kesef talves ami es haoni imach. You have to lend money to the poor man who is with you. So here it says. Kidori shidrishenu Hashem alekecha me'imach. Again, me'imach is superfluous. Me'imach means that which is with you. In other words, that which is with you that belongs to the Oni who is Imach. That Oni who is Imach, that which goes to him, which is Leket, Shikhem, Peya. Over there it doesn't say Hashem Alekecha, but that goes into the category of what goes to the poor person. So therefore, it's Me'imach is Leket, Shikhem, Peya. It's basically Matnois, Matnes Aniyim. Leket, Shikhem, Peya should be Darish Yedrashenu. But Darish Yedrashenu you did on Karbonus. Darish Yedrashenu you did on Karbonus. Right? Yeah. Well, that's from our cash. You could have done like a Chikho Peya Lecha'ire Tzdokas. Tzdokas and Maestris. Because it's Tzdokah. It's Tzdokah Laniyim. Just like you said, it's Tzdokah Lefnei Hashem Alekecha. Lecha'ire this could have been... Or you could have learned stokas from Imach. You no, could have learned... It belong to you. Ah? Ah. The, so you can't the, put this in tzedakah because it's not a getter of tzedakah. Yeah. Right. Tzedakah is you give tzedakah. This is chi of matnas anim. But you could have put tzedakah into this. You could have put tzedakah in kasev talves on the Imach. But the Emma says that you could learn tzedakah earlier. So what you learned from earlier, you learned from earlier. And then you learn this for leket shikhopeya. Finally, v'hoya b'chachet. What's v'hoya b'chachet? V'loy b'karbon chachet. It's going to be a, you, a sin in you, not in your carbon. Now, the carbon remains good. Even if you bring the carbon four years later, it's not like the carbon is a sinful carbon, throw it in the garbage. No. Again, you pay your mortgage very, very late, the bank still takes it to save upon the office. The money is money. The problem is in you, not in the carbon. 
That's the diuk v'ayi bechachet v'loy bekarbon chachet. Rashi says, "Ena carbon nifsel bekach." The carbon does not that get disqualified. So here we have. We went through everything in the brayse, and we showed how Chazal came up that all of these go into Baltaachen. Again, we're stuck with one pirish hamilus. Who v'loy chilufa? What did that mean? That's going to be the next, uh, the next sugi of the Gemara till the next Amit. Huh? This class is brought to you by the Yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.